This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Welcome to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with your um, style team, Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Let's introduce you to your host. First up, we have Bruce. Yo, 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 yo. And I better just say, we're not serious, but we are serious about style. (laughs) (laughs) As you can tell from Bruce's intro every week. (laughs) That's right, baby. Mm -hmm. Next up is the fabulous Beck. Hello. And the sensational Stacey. Thank you. And the very (laughs) professional... Pamela, which makes one of us. <laughs> well, there's got to be one in the group, right? Yeah. Can it not, can it yeah, not always be me, though? <laughs> well, somebody needs to keep us in line. And really, quite frankly, we're all useless at it. So yeah. you're so good that <laughs> you just nominate you. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I think it makes her struggle because she always has to reel us in. Well, she's always had to reel me in. Or she's like, she's like, did you do this? Did you do this? It's like my task. And I'm like, ah. And she's like, you're making me struggle, man. You're making me struggle. <laughs> I did actually send him a message today <laughs> through Asana, like, you're making me struggle. <laughs> I'm like, but it was done. So, you know, we'll talk about anyway, that later. <laughs> moving on. Hey, Beck, do we have anything fun in the fashion world, in the news? Yes. So, you know, you always hear about things and you're like, ooh, there's a new collab. Somebody's working together. And, you know, especially when you think it's high end, it's a little bit more accessible. So that's kind of fun. So... This time it happens to be Adidas and Gucci, you know, Mm. which you think, oh, that's kind of fun. That could be kind of cool. So um, they decided one of the things as part of their collaboration was to make an umbrella. And, um, you know, it could be yours for the bargain price of $1,300. But the key (laughs) to this umbrella is that it's not waterproof. And it was specifically designed not to stop rain. So, uh, yeah, it's it's um, there's currently a wait list. Uh, and it is just meant to be a fashion accessory to find, to provide shade from the sun. So if you have a spare $1,300 laying around, you can buy a useless umbrella. No. <laughs> isn't, that a, isn't that a parasol then? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's not <laughs> yeah. called a parasol. That's the thing. And parasol. It's called an umbrella. So yeah, I agree. Like mm. it sort of feels like, you know, you might want to call it something a little different. Um, but, you know. Well, yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's yeah. no might about it. Like, well, the funny thing is the, the article I read started with, you only had one job. <laughs> so. That reminds me of a song, isn't that like under my umbrella, Ella, A, 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 getting wet, 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 wet. Pretty much. Oh my God. That has to be one of the most ridiculous things I've heard. That is. Not just Bruce's singing, but the umbrella that does Yeah, I will say it's, like if they do other things as part of this partnership, the logo is the Adidas logo in the Gucci colors. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if if anyone does happen upon any of it, it's it's a neat looking thing. Um, and the handle is in the shape of a G. So, um, yeah, it's kind of cool looking, but just sort of seems like little light on the functionality. I'm an just Adidas maybe. fan. So, you know, there you go. Let's see what it looks like. Right. I yeah. did see uh, at the rack when I was there recently a Gucci wristlet that had the Yankee uh, logo embroidered on it. And I was like, no, that is fun and functional. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's kind of cool, actually. I so like that it. I could get behind. But it was on sale for like $800. And I is just. Is that why you didn't buy it? Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know why I didn't buy it. 
I'm like, I don't have that kind of money. You don't pay me enough. <laughs> oh my well i let's love see. how we're just we're airing all the dirty laundry on air all the dirty laundry on air well speaking of uh on air pamela dirty what laundry. are we talking about no what are we talking about today on okay, air well today's topic i think um i thought we'd do something a little bit different so um before i jump into what it was a what the topic exactly is I wanted to give a little bit of background so somebody I was chatting with somebody the other day well um and they posed a very interesting question to me and it gave me pause to think about okay that's a good way of looking at things is that how people see things and before I get to what the question was I should kind of preface this with um as an image consulting company we don't just talk about you know what the latest trends are and fashion and whatnot we dig into a little bit more on the psychology of style and kind of the roadblocks that can keep people from great style and we do that in a way when we're working with our clients but we also do that during style seminars so I kind of put the two together. I thought, you know, rather than let's talk about the trends or, you know, what's happening in the world of fashion right now, let's let's do something a little bit deeper. Let's be serious. Hey, Eric, we're going deep today. All right. Are we ready for it? Always ready. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go deep. Let's go deep. Let's go real deep. (laughs) All right. Rain in, boys. Okay. All right. So here's the question that was posed to me the other day. And um, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was in a roundabout way. Did I think that people stick with the same clothing or hairstyles or colors that they choose for either clothing or hair? Because it reminds them of a time. So we're talking about people who maybe feel like they're stuck in a rut or they, they want change, but haven't quite got round to it yet. Did I feel like you know, they they didn't make those changes because those colors, hairstyles or whatever reminded them of a time when they felt really good about themselves. Hmm. And I thought it was an interesting question and it gave me pause. So I was actually sitting in the hairdresser's chair at the time and um, I was having my hair done and I was thinking about this from a self perspective. So not that I really want to talk about myself, but really why it gave me pause and what my reaction was to it. And maybe anybody that's listening can maybe give themselves the same internal conversation and figure out if this is something that's maybe holding them back with, you know, progressing with their style or making updates. Um, So as my team members know, I grew grew my hair out over COVID and it was really quite long. And when I think about it, it, yeah, it was really quite long. It was down the middle of my back. Um, and it was well past due for a chop and a color. Um, but as I was thinking about this, I was like, well, why have I been so hesitant to cut my hair off? And it's not, I've not gone super short. I've just gone to my clavicle. Knowing full well that what suits me best is hair that is mid-length, not, not super long, because it tends to drag my features down. Um, and it's not, it's okay. It's just a bit blah for me. Um what was holding, why have I taken this long to do it? And I think, okay, yes, when my hair was super long, when I was younger, I felt really good about myself. So maybe keeping my hair long was a way of keeping hold of my youth or at a time when I felt thinner and better about myself, Mm. not consciously doing it, but maybe there is a little bit of that that was going on with my hair. Who else maybe feels that that's something that they've done? Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> being no, someone no, that doesn't, hair hey, but you know what? Being with someone that doesn't have hair now, there was a time where actually, whoa, I had a lot of hair. And as I got older, I wanted my hair to go longer and longer and longer because I was like, I just probably like, I don't want to be like my dad who had low hair. And, um, <laughs> newsflash, <laughs> newsflash. That's, that's why I have low hair. But, um, my dad would do that horrible thing where he had more hair on the sides and less on the top. And I was like, you got to blend those in, man. It just is not working at all for me. And <clears throat> I was actually at an event and somebody was recording it. And I would have, it was a, one of my daughters play when they were much younger. And I, and I was watching the video because they gave every one of the family members a video. So we're watching it at the house. And I'm so distracted by the video because there's a guy in the front row with this huge circle, like a circle, like at the top of his head where like there wasn't any hair. And I was like, that is so distracting. Lo and behold, that guy was me. So the whole concept (laughs) of holding on to long hair because I felt more youthful and I didn't want to be like my dad changed because I didn't want to look that way either. And I'm tall, so no one can really see the top of my head, but I did. You'd be surprised. (laughs) I don't know. It's an interesting thing. You know, like I have to say over COVID, I let my hair grow out and I went from coloring it dark to letting it go gray Mm -hmm. naturally. And I have to say, it's almost the opposite for me. Like I wasn't, I actually feel better without that dye job like holding me down, I guess. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I think for me, the bigger piece is keeping my skin looking good. And like, you know, I know I say it, but wearing sunscreen. So like my hair can still look gray, but my face doesn't look aged, you mm-hmm. know? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it makes me a little bit more interesting. So it's kind of the opposite of what you're saying. But like, for me, it was about letting go, not hanging on to actually feel younger. If that is, you know, now that I have gray hair, I, I sort of feel more like myself. Interesting. Cause yeah, all you I guys did it... something different for COVID. I mean, you all got either right, but long I don't, hair or I... you changed your hair. Right. But I don't necessarily want to just focus on COVID with this. It was more, you know, in a generalized term, you know, you know, I think we've all had instances where people have said to us, well, I can still fit in that, that I have from college mm-hmm. or, you know, I bought that 15 years ago and I can still, and that's great, you know. Well, I, I think uh, the COVID piece, I don't think we can disregard it entirely because I don't, it I'm gave not saying us this freedom. Like, I would never have let my hair grow out for five months mm-hmm. had I been out in the world. You know what I mean? So, yes, I understand what you're saying, Pia, is it's not just about COVID. But for me, it was like almost the sort of let down of uh, the norms that I had been living by mm-hmm. that let me sort of be a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is great. I have- but I think, sorry, Stacy, go ahead. I have two thoughts on this. Okay. The first thought is, uh, to your point, Bruce, like I also, with not being able to get my hair done at the beginning of the pandemic, um, you know, I suddenly learned about things like, you know, covering your roots and, you know, like the powders that you can use Mm -hmm. and that I can be a little bit more self-sufficient than I realized. So that was a lesson that I learned how to be thriftier, Uh, and more clever than I've been in the past. So all of our hacks that we have shared over Mm -hmm. the years were really beneficial. I'm like, oh, that's why we share those. The second thing (laughs) is, um, like you, I decided to go ahead and embrace my gray and stop coloring. 
first of all, apparently it's on trend, but it also has, it's saving me so much money to not, I have short hair just like you do Beck. And so to not have to dye my hair every five weeks, money saver. Um, and then the other thing I will say is as I'm, um, packing up my daughter and her four roommates from their house, five roommates from their house, I'm looking at these girls and I'm like, I remember how hard I was in college and like in terms of I didn't I didn't look as skinny as I wanted or I wasn't this or I wasn't that. And I'm like, you guys all probably look like the best you're ever going to look. <laughs> and it's like and take care of yourself. And yet, as I was looking at them, I'm thinking, I don't want to go back there right. like with all of the things that they have to worry about and whatever. And so you know, you're all right. It's both, it's the pandemic and it's also outside of the pandemic. Um, This idea of making changes and do people not change because they're holding on to their youth. But we Uh, have a client who, you know, Pamela's point, this was someone who still fit into all of her clothing from, uh, you know, a previous age. mm -hmm. And that was really a pride of point for her and sort of a, a point of her identification, like, oh, I still fit in this from high school or from college or whatever. But the problem was in doing so, she also had long hair and she was sort of dating herself because she was trying, she was dressing and trying to feel like that person still in high school. And it actually made her look older Mm -hmm. than I think it would have had she embraced a more modern style. Right. Right. And, and that's kind of where I was getting with that is, you know, going back to the original question, do mm-hmm. you think that people, not everybody, I don't want to be generalization, yeah. but, you know, when we talk about that internal dialogue and really, you know, the, the, um, the mind clutter of what holds people back from like embracing their style or updating mm-hmm. or, you know, bringing it more in, in line with today, right. you know, is it because um, that, that time in their life was when they felt the best about themselves or, right. you know, that was really the question. Um, and I just thought it was an interesting one. It is I wonder interesting. If it's because people don't continue to like, you know how we learn about like technology as it evolves and we learn about like, you know, uh, we, ad- we adapt, right. We adapt with like, now we have remotes that you can like change from across the house, let alone the room. And we have garage things that we can, you know, set our nest from far away. I feel like style education continues to evolve and yet we don't realize that and we don't learn and explore. I wonder if it's because people are less curious and less willing to learn and take risks with something that feels as intimate as their style. It's interesting. We get this a lot from our clients. I mean, Every time somebody fills out a PSA, I mean, the most time it says, you know, your style challenges or, you know, what's your current style. And people do put, I think probably the number one thing is stuck in a rut. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get stuck in a rut. We recently had a, a gentleman and he was stuck in a rut. And But talking to him in the dressing room and talking about his style and clothing and showing him some new stuff. And he was like, oh, you don't understand, Bruce. I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to. He goes, oh, man, I had like the best suits. I had the best shirts. I was, and I said, "Well, why is it you used to, <laughs> and why is it that you used to have this, and why don't you feel that way now? Why are you like he said? This is him. He wears the same. He wore the same pant every single day to work, 
And I said, you mean the same type of pant? He said, no, the same pant. And I said, the one pant, like for five days. And he was like, yes. And I said, he goes, and I wear the same shirt and I wear the, the same, you know, I have these two shirts and I have this shoe and that's what I wear. And I said, why? And he's like, that's a really good question. And I said, do you not feel good about yourself? And he said, I have gained weight. He goes, when I was, I said, do you still have those suits and all those shirts? And he's like, oh yeah, I still keep them in my closet. I'm like, how's that make you feel? And it was like, he was like, I said, you haven't embraced your new size because you don't like it. But the reality is, how long have you been this size? He's like, oh, forever. I'm like, it's you. Just embrace it. Be who you are and style the body that you're in right now and forget about that other stuff. And he was like, that's actually a really good point. And he goes, well, all right, well, let's get some cool stuff for this body. And I said, well, let's just do it. But it was a real eye-opener for him. I don't think anyone ever asked him that question. Yeah, makes you think. Um, let's take a quick break, and then we can talk about this a little bit more when we get back. All right. Uh, we'll be back. Keep listening. Do you feel challenged by the thought of getting ready every day? Want to make a great first impression, but don't feel your wardrobe represents who you really are? Does the thought of trying to find great clothing that fits your body and lifestyle have you overwhelmed? Michael Bruce Image Consulting is a premier image consulting company that can help you get your style back on track. Contact them at michaelbruceimageconsulting.com or call them at 425-214-4155 and start that conversation today back to wisdom from the wardrobe with michael bruce image consulting so in an uncharacteristic move we are (laughs) actually being a little bit more thoughtful and introspective today pamela brought up the question uh that she was broached while getting her uh, that was broached while getting her haircut about you know why people don't uh, change or update their style uh, you know is it something holding them back um, are they clinging to something you know what is it and so we're all just kind of throwing around the different ideas that we think it might be um, we talk a lot in our style seminars about baggage. Uh, we talk about the, the head clutter that leads to actual physical clutter. Uh, when we go into clients' closets and the things that we take out that represent various, you know, must-haves or should-haves, you know, the little black dress or the suit or, you know, the items that we're told that we need to have, um, And we give clients permission a lot of times to just get rid of that stuff. Um, And it, it almost feels like people have like a clogged sink of style. You know what I mean? Like it just, it it gets impacted and it's like, we need to help it flow. I think the other thing too, what you were kind of talking about, Bruce is, for people, inertia is hard. Mm. You know, you kind of get into this, into this, you know, we call it a rut, but you get into a routine and, you know, 
it's like a think about like a bowling ball in a gutter. It takes a lot to get you out of that gutter. You know, right, you got to right. have a little bit of force behind it. Yeah. And so something else that we talk about in our style seminars is try one thing. Mm. You don't necessarily always have to approach it as this giant major overhaul. But, you know, look at a, a couple different options of something that maybe doesn't scare you as much and, you know, try one thing. So it's you're not necessarily hanging on to a time that made you feel good about yourself, but that means you can never change. Right. You know, right. Like it could be a smaller adjustment. Yeah. And I think the fashion industry doesn't do a really good job of this because every year when you every season, all the trends that comes out, it's basically saying you try they're basically saying, try everything <laughs> instead of just try yeah. one thing. I think it's confusing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and they're saying, start over again. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's as if each season you're supposed to, like, have style amnesia. Right. And get rid of everything and buy all new. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so there's so many mixed messages when it comes out. And style, because it's so connected with uh, self-image mm-hmm. and our bodies, mm-hmm. we people really get tripped up about it. I mean, I think, I don't think that we have enough airtime for like a month of shows running daily Mm -hmm. to talk about all of the stuff that potentially makes us hold on to um, our style choices or cling to them or be afraid to, to move on in some way. Yeah, and that's not to say that, you know, if you are holding on to a different time, mm-hmm. not saying that you shouldn't, you know, if it's authentically who you are when it comes to your style, but maybe having, you know, having a, a little bit of a refresh or rethink to bring that into to now, right? Because we talked about we, we talk about how fabrications and all of those different things change. So, you know, the person that has the clothing that they fit into during college, you know, Beck, you mentioned they can, it can look dated, right? It doesn't mean you have to necessarily completely change or overhaul your style. You just need to bring it into the now with the, with respect to the new cuts or mm-hmm. um, the new fabrications, the, the way that things are now made, you know, jeans are made very differently from what they were five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Cause I was just thinking like, I've always, worn jeans and a blazer with a t-shirt like that's kind Mm -hmm. of my go-to I mean I can remember wearing that same look in college and I still wear it today but not the same jeans with no stretch and Mm -hmm. you know the higher waist which isn't as flattering on me or you know so it's my style has stayed the same it's just that you know yeah you're right it's the fabrications and Mm -hmm. just to sort of update something that always made me feel like myself right hey hey, Eric how long have I've known you for what 10 years a little bit longer than that? At least, yeah. At least. Your style, you know, has it evolved? Has I, it changed? I think it's evolved, maybe sharpened up just a little bit. It mm-hmm. has. It has. Mm-hmm. But Thank you. But it's a, it is basically this, a format, if you will. I mean... Yeah, I kind of know what works for me and absolutely. try to play to those strengths, yeah. just like you talk about on the show every week. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> like, even your eyewear choices. I mean, as I said, I've seen you for 10 years and they modify, you know what I mean? And they, but it doesn't like, you can tell there's a comfort zone, but still you keep pushing yourself a little bit, but you don't like one day show up and you got like red sun, you know, glasses on or something, you know what I mean? Or maybe I should try that though. I don't know. 
<laughs> we had this conversation about your hairstyle, you know. I'm like, you know, so tell me about the hairstyle. He's like, uh, just, you know, your typical white guy hair. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. There's only so I much hope, you can do with it. Yeah. I hope Eric said that and not you. No, that's what I said. That's what he said. I didn't say that. I would never say that. <laughs> but your style hasn't, it's, it's evolved, but it hasn't like gone like crazy. And True. I, you know, even for my, myself, I mean, our, we challenge ourselves to, I won't say update our style, but to challenge ourselves to kind of like, how does our style become fresh every season? Um, but still authentic to who we are, mm-hmm. you know, because um, things change, you know, like I know Pamela, she used to a couple years ago. I mean, how many times did you see Pamela not wearing a four inch heel, you know, and all of a sudden it was rare. It was rare. But, mm-hmm. you know, rare. because of an injury, she can't wear four inch heels anymore, but she's had to modify her style. Still feel comfortable who she is with her personal style mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of what it is, but modify it but feel really good about the modification. And that's the difference. I think people don't feel good about the modification. Mm-hmm. And I just want to um, just kind of clarify, the reason for the question wasn't to make people feel bad about themselves right. or to feel as though they have to go out and completely, Mm-mm. you know, update, change their wardrobe, reimagine who they are. It was just more of an idea of kind of like think about things. If you're somebody that's feeling as though, you know, oh, you know, they feel like, Bruce's words in a in a rut mm-hmm. um or they they're they're lacking kind of clarity as to why they haven't moved on with their style they don't be move on as in completely changing it but you know maybe it's just it was a moment of pause and thought for people to think about and we always say when we do our style presentations they're they're thinking presentations mm-hmm. and I wanted to rather than just you know we have a lot of fun as a team but sometimes it's nice to kind of be a little more serious well when you think about <laughs> it though this concept it. of you know for instance your hairdresser she sees people in her chair every single day and sometimes people mm-hmm. probably walk and go I don't know what to do you tell me or you do it you know, then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my gosh, really going to put all that pressure on me to do that? You know, mm-hmm. but they don't know what it is. So, yeah. Well, and I I actually I like the fact that we're being thoughtful about this and that letting everybody uh, pose the question for themselves and come to their own conclusion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they have found something like what Eric said that has been working for them and that it it does get slowly you know, it sort of evolves and they sort of play with it and they make some small changes, then awesome. Or maybe they're going to have a moment and uh, it's like, we're giving them permission and like, Hey, by the way, like maybe have a thought about this. And if you're good with it, then you go. And if you're Mm -hmm. not feeling good about it, then by the way, you're not the only one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've gone through so many changes that are regional from moving from one coast to another that are size related, COVID related, like, you know, personality related, where I felt like the shoulds, the weight of shoulds and mm-hmm. like must haves. Um, I mean, I've tried it all. And at the end of the day, uh, really, there's certain things that just really work. Right. But I'm still going to try it. There are still <laughs> I think that's all we have time for this week, right? That is. Yeah, actually, you're right. Wow. <laughs> Serious wow, conversations by go by fast. <laughs> I know, right? I think every time we talk, it goes by fast. Yeah. Uh, if you want to continue to learn more about yourself and about our team, go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Check us out on social at michaelbruceic. We would love to connect with you and encourage you. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. See ya. 
If you like what you're listening to and want to learn more about the team, get some great style inspiration and useful style tips on how to elevate your personal style, you can follow them on Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. That's Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. Thanks for listening.